0: And welcome to the Amanda Reed Podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching, what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Hello, teachers and heroes. Thank you for being here and listening to today's episode. For today, some teachers may be thinking, I already do many of these things. And others of you will get several golden nuggets so make sure you have your pen and paper ready either way um, i hope this episode brings you joy and not overwhelm some of these hacks can be done right away and others will take time to build to get that habit established i can assure you that these hacks are all hacks that i have done in my own personal life so i can share what really works it is not made-up stuff just to fill an episode. These hacks have actually been life-saving in a sense that I have gained time and had less stress when I was teaching following these habits or hacks. Uh, my goal for you is that you start implementing any one or more of these hacks to really create less stress in your life and gain some time back for yourself who does not want more time back for the things that you love and need to do right um, so if we have not connected yet I would love for you to one leave me a review on this podcast and two find me on Facebook as Amanda Reed um, Instagram as Amanda underscore read or find me on LinkedIn as Amanda Reed also. So my suggestion for implementation, just like with anything to implement in your life, start with one. Make it a habit, then add another one of these hacks. If you get to adding them all over time, your life and your time will greatly improve. I know for a fact. No need to chase time and make yourself crazy trying to implement all of these at once. Uh, I want to share this quote with you. It is by Michael Altshuler. And it says this, the bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. I'm going to read it one more time. The bad news is time flies. The good news is, you're the pilot. I love this quote because it shows us that we all have the same 24 hours in a day, but we get to choose what we do with our time. What do we choose to spend our time on? We get to fly this plane. So good news is we can choose to correct our time management or how we spend our time on X, Y, and Z, whatever that is. It is in our control. That is some really great news. These time saver hacks will be sure to help any teacher in the field. Some time saver tips may apply to elementary and others may be more to upper grades. It is the hope that any teacher in any grade, any role in the school, and any special area can gain something From this episode if one person leaves this episode and can take away one thing my job is done my heart is happy and I am satisfied all right let's start with the teacher side of the time saver hacks then we will go to the home for time saver hacks for teachers and if you know a teacher bestie, a teacher friend, a teacher in your family, um, anybody you know who teaches, I would love for you to share this episode with them because I truly believe that every teacher deserves to hear this. Um, Every teacher deserves to gain some of their time back um, for doing the things that they love, being around the people that they love more. All right, number one, beginning of the year checklists. So I created a checklist um, and it was all items for the beginning of the year. So creating this checklist, it will save yourself time for setup and preparing for the beginning of a school year. Um, the checklist includes areas like things to get ready, things to copy, things to be made, things to purchase or write grants for, class design, class setup, bulletin boards, labels, resources, back to school activities, parent packets, and any other um, items needed to start the school year. This list could have so much more but this is a great start the more you add to the checklist the more things become a little more overwhelming so once you've got this checklist created you can have this saved to print and have on hand every year when you start a new school year completing i know before i say this teachers are multitaskers if we're a mom we have to multitask. That's just what we do. Um, But I want to say this, completing one thing at a time from this checklist, instead of going all over the place and multitasking on four different things, will help you get more done. And you will have more time back once you complete these one at a time. And I know that's easier said than done, because usually when you are working on prepping for the beginning of the year, especially people come in, people want to talk, you want to see people you haven't seen all summer, um, your, your demanded need is here or there and pulled this direction in that direction. Um, so delegating any task here that can be handed off to someone else is critical number two labels with student names and some people some teachers um, may want to use numbers that correlate with a student name either way you're going to need labels for certain things um, whether you use names or assign a student number these labels can be used or needed throughout the entire school year. So once you have a class list, you can batch make labels with student names. So once I got my class list, I would automatically go in and create name labels, probably five or six sets um, of every name. And I'd have those printed out and ready because you never know when you're gonna need a um, set of names for various reasons. Um, yes, so labels, those are super important. Three, class lists. Once you have your class list, make several copies of that to have on hand. Um, Another tip that I really enjoyed doing and having it for was to print a class list and put it in one of those plastic sleeves, um, those sheet protectors, because You can use it for quick things like if you're going around the room checking on a certain skill and you need to check off that skill for each student or you're only getting to a handful of kids that day and you want to have it for the next day and you can erase when you're done. Super convenient. Um, These can be, these class lists, when you print several copies, they can be used for checklists for things, field trip collections, volunteers, um, for a volunteer to use for a variety of different needs, um, collecting test scores, Um, if you're in a computer lab or if you are in the classroom and your students are doing an assignment or taking a test and their score pops up at the end, you write it down very quickly on one of these class lists next to a student name. Number four, system of organization. And I feel like this and another topic, which we'll talk about next, but is probably one of the most crucial um, habits or hacks to implement Um, And that is number four, system of organization. Decide and set up an area for supplies, student work, teacher materials, extra materials, manipulatives, curriculum resources, small and whole group materials. Create a system for everything. This is something that initially takes time and is ongoing, but you will be so happy and appreciative over time that you did this so that you're not one of those that's rushing around your classroom looking for X, Y, and Z, whatever it is you need. Um, a system for grading. How will you grade? Will you do the day of the student completes? The assignment, whatever it is that needs graded, um, are you going to grade eight papers a day until you have them all graded for each particular assignment? What are you? What is your system for grading? Do whatever you need to do to not have grading piles upon piles. Um, I always felt so bad for um, the. Upper elementary teachers, um, a couple that I saw, they would have stacks and piles of papers or assignments or tests that needed to be graded. And I know it's easier said than done, but to take little bite-sized pieces, grade a little bit here, grade a little bit there, or sit down, take one particular test or assignment and get it graded then it's done. You don't have to worry about it piling up and piling up. And then you're overwhelmed. When it gets to that huge pile, you're overwhelmed and you don't even want to do it. But you know it has to be done. All right, number five, classroom management. This is another one that I think is absolutely critical in order to run a successful classroom and for the teacher to not absolutely lose their mind and their brain. All right. Have a few strategies ready to teach your students from day one, starting on day one. I know the older grades, this is super easy, I guess, easier to do um, than the lower grades for sure, because the lower grades, obviously, you have to be super repetitive and it takes them a while to get things and to catch on. So... Getting your strategies ready, know what your strategies are, and teaching them to students on, from day one, on day one. Get any materials ready, any materials you need, get them ready ahead of time. Or if there are any materials needed for any of those strategies that you're teaching to students, have those ready to go. Uh, Make a plan of how you will teach students these methods and what your wording will be for each strategy. So kind of having that planned out ahead of time so that your words are clear and you know that directions are going to be clear and concise for students to follow. Um, For lower elementary, prepare visuals and use short two to three word phrases. So if you want a student to push in their chair and walk to the carpet, especially for these lower elementary grades, these younger little ones, I would always say step one, push in chair. Step two, walk to carpet. Very short, very clear, very concise. And I'm not overwhelming, overwhelming them with multiple steps or phrases at a time older grades especially if you get up to middle and high uh, may not need these methods uh, especially the visuals or the shorter word phrases as much but your strategies and how you will teach them are critical to set your class up for success for a new school year no matter what grade you teach what level you teach what area, special area you teach, classroom management is absolutely critical. Number six, create daily, weekly, and monthly lists. Um, A word of caution here on this, teachers can make a list of 1,897 items on these lists coming from experience. So don't overdo the lists. I know it's super easy to get carried away. But as you're making these lists, really decide what is absolutely necessary, what is absolutely needed. Um, kind of said this a little bit um, just now, but get very strategic on the list tasks as far as what must get done and things that can get done for X, Y, and Z, whatever date is needed by. So... You know, some of those things on the list might be things that are nice to have or it would be so pretty if I could cut this or pretty if I could make this. Um, But if it is not an absolute must for your time in particular, you've got other things that you need or are more beneficial, then toss those other items off the list. Get them away, erase them, or have a volunteer parent, helper family member, help you with those other items that maybe are nice to have. Uh, My rule of thumb, especially to those who are clients or people I am talking to, my rule of thumb is to make a list of three to four tasks for each of these lists. When you get beyond, I know the beginning of the year, it's much different. I mean, there's a lot to prepare and get ready. Um, but daily, weekly, and monthly. Monthly might be more okay with a little bit longer of a list, but definitely weekly and daily. Daily, especially, should not be more than three on those lists. Um, more than five is going to create a habit of procrastination or paralysis, and you're not going to get anything done because you're going to look at that list and it's going to be so overwhelming, and you'll be like, Where do I start? I don't want to start because it looks so daunting. So don't go that route with that. Um, Have a weekly planning storage system set up by the day or however it makes sense to you for ease of pulling needed papers and materials. So in my classroom, I had drawers and I had it labeled Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and anything that I planned or copied or needed For each particular day, it would go in the Monday drawer if it was needed for Monday or go in the Thursday drawer if it was needed for Thursday. Number seven, set up the room area activity for the next day on the very same day before you leave for that given day. I know I always wanted to peace out (laughs) as soon as I physically could walk out for the day, but I'm telling you, When you walk in that next morning and it's already set out at the desk or the tables or your um, dry erase board message is written for that next day and you walk in and you're, that's just one less thing that you have to even think about, worry about. It's just so nice to walk in that morning and know and see that those things are done. Number eight, outsource anything when humanly possible there are parents or grandparents or even your own family who are willing to help you enlist community members some people need volunteer hours and they want to help with things that you can give to someone else Um, things that you can outsource cutting gluing laminating cutting laminating Um, any of those things, uh, maybe it's creating a, an assignment or a drawing, or you're prepping an example to have for the next lesson. Those things you can outsource to someone else to do. Just be very clear with them what you are wanting or what is needed and be okay with letting them do those kinds of things. All right. Now it's time to talk teacher hacks for the home. So I included classroom and home um, time saver hacks because I know how critical it is to make the work-life balance a bit more manageable. It is absolutely critical. You know, I know, we know. You're stinking busy. A teacher is stinking busy, right? So for the home. Number one, a cleaning schedule. It just is not realistic as a teacher to spend every weekend cleaning every part of your house. Create a schedule that you can stick to to help yourself get the home taken care of. Because I know when I started teaching, I was like, well, the home's just going to go. It's just going to get neglected because I couldn't balance and keep track and take care of Everything, the classroom and the home, right? So create that schedule ahead of time to stick to, to help yourself get things taken care of. If you can only on one weekend do clean bathrooms, then clean the bathrooms. Then the next weekend, if you can only get to sweeping and mopping, then that's what you do. Do a little bit at a time to create a schedule you can stick to, to have things on repeat, to come back to. Um, Number two, laundry. Make a rotation and make it a point to do one load every two days. So if you're doing a bit of a smaller load every two days, that's fine because that's going to be more manageable. Than letting it pile up, and then you come to the weekend, and you've got this overflowing laundry basket that you can't even tackle or complete, and then you're in that vicious cycle of it comes to Monday, you have to go back to work, and the laundry's over piled already um, from the previous week, and then it just keeps piling up, and then your head is spinning, right, because you can't keep up with it all. Number three, meal prep schedule. This I could talk about until I'm blue in the face. Once I unlocked the power of time-saving in this little hack, my life was forever changed. I still do this even when I'm no longer teaching. But you can do this. You can spend an hour on the weekend, two hours on the weekend. If you don't have two, spend one but you can make your meats on the weekend for the week ahead, ground beef. You can get that ready. Throw chicken breasts in the crock pot, let that cook. Those can be for the weeks, okay? Number four, kids schedule. If you have kids, make a schedule for them, for you. Know what you need for your kids to be ready for that given week. School, if they're in school, prep the things they need over the weekend before so that you know exactly what you're getting into for the week and your kids are ready for each day of their week, just like you are ready for your week. Um, as far as kids go, when I was teaching, I would get home you know, decompress a bit, and I would make sure that I emptied the lunch boxes for the day. And when they would go to bed that night, I would make sure the lunches were ready to go. Of course, I prepped a lot of that over the weekend. Um, But each evening, I would make sure that lunches were ready. So in the morning, you just had to put an ice pack in there, put it in the backpack, and go. Number five, plan ahead. Map out your events, your activities, things that must get done, and make a plan around all of those things. So you're basically creating priorities. What what can you insert into your time and your schedule as non-negotiables? What are you willing to let go of? What is a must? What are events or activities that you have to be at for that given week? Plan ahead. Number six, assign everything a place. If you have kids, teach them responsibility. They can help clean up and tidy the house if everything has a place. If they know that place, they're going to be able to put things back in a place. Number seven, declutter daily. So two, pick two small things that you can toss per day. Over time, these two things that you toss each day Or these two things that you choose to clean out this over time adds up and it reduces the chaos and the cramped clutter around the home the more chaos and the clutter that you have the less time you're going to have for things that you want and love to do so that is the end of home time-saving hacks here Again, my hope is that you got something out of this episode that can truly change your time and your life. I want nothing but the best for you as you write out your teaching journey. You deserve to gain time wherever you possibly can. Teachers are amazing. Be proud of yourself. You're amazing. Have a blessed day.